true story. It's believed the journey of a warrior begins in worry. He's 19 years old, flustered by a fatiguing flurry of should-bes and could-bes, wondering, would these people, or anyone, even miss me? Floods of tears keep his eyes busy, so numb to life that it makes him dizzy. One hand grips the blade, the other grips his phone, sitting in his car wishing it happened on its own. A deep cut along the forearm, straight down to the bone. Remnants of a quote, you're never more alone. Knock, knock. Unexpected saving grace, maglite shining directly in his face. A stranger to care. This is a scary change of pace. July 29th, 2007, the day he almost forced his life to end, was actually the defining point he chose to ascend and tend to his potential to be greater. But that comes later. First, it's his mentality to which he has to cater. Once too proud, now he sees therapies in his favor. In his first session, he's given positive attention and compliments for being astute in self-observation, processing pains of the acute accumulation of his present situation. Up to this point, his only understanding is he's supposed to know everything in the world but himself. At 19, seems like everyone else gets the knowledge of power while he accepts wisdom as wealth. He holds on to that idea and pins the rest back on the shelf. Leaving behind branding identities of systematic implicities. Rein in your excitement to admit your dual ethnicities. Wrongful words of advice to come from a family member. A jaded grain of truth that's grown into a fearful ember. Am I only meant to fall in line as another pretender? Advice can always be given but never returned to sender. What he receives is evidence established affluently of ignorance, built on shame of people like him. Who he was born to be, how he was born to see. Biracially. Although only vaguely aware of his two sides' history, he can step back and see broadly the mistake that to many make the world a mystery, an oversight of optimistic opportunity. He's clearly seeing past inherited anger towards things and people he's told should be hated, feelings with which he feels less and less related. Scrupulous self-reflection brings who he is to be deliriously debated. His true question of value comes to those he's dated, because relationships somehow still make it seem like who he is isn't enough. Am I just fooling myself? Why haven't they called me on my bluff? Good old reliable self-sabotage, giving a shout-out and homage to fears he forgets. In the moment, he's unable to pinpoint the unhealed part of him this reflects. He unknowingly projects, reaches out, of comfort, and hopes of finding completion. More often than not, what he finds is depletion. Only in his 20s does he recognize it as a mechanism of defense, inconvenience, to try and find a sense of love that numbs his insecurities and faith in the fear roaming around his mental. He's ashamed and afraid to live to his full potential. From 26 to 28, he's finding his stride. Who he is inside, he refuses to hide, not for the sake of pride, for the sake of leaving pride behind. Now the days bring peace of mind, 
The sun shines, pushing him to be daring. But hues of night are the true colors he's wearing. Under moonlit sky, he can't deny his transformation. Insatiable thirst, his blood cursed with a hunger for creation. Pen and paper are like kin. The three of them are lichen to lichen. Until daybreak reclaims the restraint, so to continue practice in his passion, he learns to ration words, delicately writing what he observes. But for his ideas to be renowned, he knows he needs to add verbs. Over time, he defines the essence. Moments are precious, matched in permanence by the feeling of effervescence. His point is to punctuate the presence. But it's his want to be persuasive that makes rhyming more evasive. Now, all his drive feels more like a tease. All his ideas begin to separate by multiple degrees. His feeling of natural flow is a no-go. Like his time trying to play thug as a street kid. Hyphy hype, the curtain where his true self hid. The ambivalence of youth. When he thought success would only come from rapping in a booth. There I was on a buzz. It wasn't drugs. Catch me hyphy like spiders catch bugs. I stay on that web. Real world ain't what I want. Nobody knows me. And that's the life I flaunt. He looks back while standing at his open window looking out. Because looking in sheds too much light on his hypocrisy. He wants to be seen. Why else does he hide so openly? Feeling himself getting fed up with the world yet again, he picks up his pen and then asks, What's a rational relationship when relating to the self? What are his deepest needs for health? At one time and point, frequent fast-paced fleeting feelings made death more appealing from that a portion of his healing is a tattooed reminder of life and death, reminding him of loss, gains, of misconstrued reasons. A tattoo of clown-faced demons. One sad, one happy. A show of tragedy spotlighted by black and white perceptions. Now he set the stage for a play of new intentions. Act one, the resignation of self-deceptions. The most revealing moments are those of forced correction, and within his story is quite the collection. Being pinballed between dishonorable deflection and soul-crushing rejection, that's my bad. I didn't mean to jump ahead. We stop in fall 2021 instead. He's content in a cycle of go to work, go to bed. That is, until a rumor spread. Respectlessly pushed out, with endless questions running through his head, the only things to answer are misinformation and dread. Many agree he's politely purposeful and honorably known as a heroic stoic. The matter imperative is forming a narrative to chastise his character so in the gutter they can throw it. He asks for proof of this fictitious truth, but they claim they can't show it. It's an unethical injustice, but... At the time, he doesn't know it. Proclamation of truth comes to be largely due to his diligence and intelligence ending unnecessary suspense. The motive isn't vengeance, but Zen influence. 
aspiration for peace. Through it all, his inner luminance is the force of assurance, like a lifesaver keeping him above the current. Until it weren't. A phone call unravels it all just as he's catching his breath and feeling like he can actually cope. He hasn't heard from her in a while. Maybe this is a sign of hope. I'm seeing someone, and I can see myself forever with him. Nope. Suddenly, he has no need for hope. How can he? He's just fallen off the end of his rope. Remember what I said about Fort's correction. Here he's shoved down hard into introspection. What now? is his question, but he's got no actual desire to go in a direction. He hates it, but up is his only viable option. A shift of focus and course while he takes breaths of caution. Driving through traffic from SD to LA, feeling calm, knowing he'll soon be home in the bay, his family and friends filled rightfully with concern and worry, rush to fix him, but he tells them healing isn't something to hurry. Each day that follows grants him peace and understanding of his story. Now, with courage and heart, mind, body, and soul, his only goal is to be present, no matter the moment. He says, after all, I'm this experience happening vividly. Why not own it? Truth, peace, love, and authenticity are his fight. The virtues he's defending, that's the ending. I can't say more, not because I haven't written it. Like I said, it's a true story. I'm still living it.